This is the Powerful Practitioner Podcast, and I'm your host, Paige Kane. Whether you're an intuitive coach, energy healer, psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Inside of this podcast, you'll attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and massive soul growth. Yes, your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. All right, I'm back. I am recording. I am so excited to be here with you talking about today's topic, which is all around trusting your intuition as an entrepreneur or a business owner. This could also definitely, for those of you who are working more traditional careers, this could definitely have some insights into where your intuition is showing up for you inside of your career, working with clients, working with other people, whatever you may do. So even if you're not an entrepreneur or business owner, I would still recommend you listen. This is going to be so incredibly powerful because when you're able to actually recognize your intuition, you can begin to make decisions faster without self-doubt, without second guessing, yes, your intuition has the power to collapse time. And I am going to tell a story around that once we get into the episode. Before we get started and before I dive in, I want to let you know that I am back hosting a brand new masterclass. Now I used to, I think last year in 2020, what was last year? 2021. Oh my gosh. Where am I in time? Anyone else feel like this time of year is just like, what year am I in? You're reflecting from the last year. I've also been looking at the year before, 2021. You're moving into 2023. It's like, where are we? It's this weird, like, time, this weird space where time doesn't exist, which time is so malleable for me as a shaman, anyways. But okay, I, I totally <laughs> digressed from what we were talking about. So last year, 2021, I think I did around six masterclasses or workshops. I've ran a few free workshops this year as well. The Amplify Your Intuition workshop, which I'm sure will be back in some new form, some new iteration in 2023. But I'm hosting a paid masterclass. It is only $27 and it and it is all about the art of surrender. So During this time of year, we usually start goal setting, desire creating, setting intentions for the next year. We start doing some of those New Year's activities. And I wanted to take a look at this New Year, those New Year's activities from a different perspective. So I thought about what's the biggest challenge my clients face or where do I get tons of questions And that's always around surrender. I've set the goals. I've decided what I want. How do I not clench onto them so tightly that my hands are squeezing together and I can't receive with this, receive my goals, my desires, my intentions with this tight grip, this clenched fist, right? I always say you can't receive with a clenched fist. You have to open up your hand, right? So receiving, surrendering, 
is opening up your hand and allowing that thing to fall into place. So we are doing a masterclass all about surrender, and I'm taking you through a shamanic, energetic perspective in order to really release and let things go so your desires can come in and arrive. So there's less entanglement. There's less this, oh my gosh, I have to do this in order to receive this, and I'm constantly thinking about it. I'm worried about it. It's on my mind, right? Like we're going to learn how to really let some of that go. So we will make sure that that masterclass is linked for you in the show notes. If you aren't able, it's an online event. If you aren't able to attend live with us, it's going to be recorded. There will be a replay. You can watch it whenever you want. You can watch it again. In fact, so many of my workshops, masterclasses, I actually really advocate for you watching them multiple times because there's juicy, energetic practices in there. They're so good. You can go back and utilize them over and over again. So again, that'll all be linked in the show notes. I believe it's happening live on the, let me pull up my calendar while we talk on the podcast. We're doing it all live. We're just doing all of this live. So it's on December 13th is going to be the day of the workshop. But again, option to watch the replay. It is so worth the ticket price. This is my holiday fun deal talking about surrender. Okay. That you're probably like, great page, we get it. That's enough of that. I'm just so excited. I love, love talking about things like surrender, releasing, receiving. It's all a part of this intuitive and energetic work, which speaking of, today we're talking about intuition through the lens of business. So again, our topic today is how to actually recognize your intuition so that you can use it to make decisions as an entrepreneur, a business owner in your career, and you can use it so you can make these decisions faster. My mind for a second was was fumbling <laughs> without the self-doubt or the second guessing. Yes, your intuition is so powerful and it's going to allow you to leave that self-doubt, that second guessing in the dust. So my goal today, recognize your intuition. So every day as business owners or in our jobs, we are making decisions. I know as an entrepreneur, it's like, okay, what am I posting today? What do I want to talk about? Are these the most important things for me to be working on? Should I move forward with X, Y, and Z projects? Should I send out this email? And here's the thing hesitating, questioning, going back and forth on decisions is like stepping on the gas pedal and the brake in the car at the same time. You're like, ooh, it's like that stop, start, lurching motion where you're, you know, you you almost feel like you're getting sick (laughs) because you're stepping on the gas, brake, gas, brake. And this probably isn't great for your engine. And this hesitation, this questioning, this a lot, this large amount of back and forth isn't going to be great for your business either. So what if I told you that you could take your foot off of the brake, that you could take your foot off of the brake of self-doubt? You could take your foot off of second guessing, right? Well, this is where your intuition comes in. The ability to recognize your intuition allows you to 
or trusting and recognizing your intuition really allows you to take the foot off the brake and to make those decisions that will propel you forward. Yes. So if you're with me today and you're ready to learn to recognize your intuition, to trust your intuition, and to use it to make decisions, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. So our my goal and my intentions for this specific episode is, again, that intuitive recognition to begin to develop that intuitive trust. Another huge question I always get is, Paige, I feel like I know how my intuition comes in but I don't know how to trust it or I still feel a little like, oh, I don't know if I can trust it. I want you to make decisions with ease and experience less hesitation and greater confidence as a business owner. But before we get into that, I want to tell you again, one of my stories around intuition and how it helped me. So how did I get to here being on this podcast where I am today? My journey with intuition really started back in 2017 when I wrote an email with the subject line, I feel crazy, am I intuitive? So back in 2017, I was feeling extremely stuck, blocked. You can hear my like full kind of Saturn return quarter life crisis story on I think it's episode number three number two or three on how I knew I was psychic but during this time I felt really stuck I felt really blocked I felt really unsure of where to go in my life I had I felt like direction I was standing there with a map and a compass but the directions didn't make sense or there was too many open doorways I didn't know where to go Tell me if you've ever been here before or just say yes. I'm sure there's some of you who have and you can feel free to always share your stories with me on Instagram. So I became this constant consumer of self-help, like self-help books, podcasts, blogs, anything I could get my hands on. And finally, I received this like beautiful sign invitation from the universe. After hearing this psychic on three different podcasts, I decided to email her. And that's when I wrote that email with that desperate subject line. I feel crazy. Am I intuitive? And I booked a reading with her. And after one reading with this psychic, my world completely changed. My soul felt exposed. I could see all the little black holes in my life that were sucking away my time, my emotions, my energy. Now, during this reading, the psychic pulled a crystal called Shaman Quartz and asked if I was thinking about becoming a shaman. And little little did she know that, I I mean, I told her, yes, I was, but little did she know that I had done a deep dive on her website and I knew that she was not just a psychic conducting my reading. I knew that she was also trained as a shaman as well. So I told her, yes, I had been thinking about shamanism And she went on to describe where I could receive training and actually go to shaman school. And I've mentioned shaman school before in the podcast. There's actually several different shaman schools, training centers in which you can go to in this country, outside of the country. It's definitely a thing. But after my call with her, I felt this knowing. And without being super far along on my spiritual journey, 
with little knowledge of what I would actually be doing, I decided to follow my intuition thanks to the prompts from her guidance, my guide speaking to her through the reading. And I decided to make a big jump into the unknown. So I followed my intuition all the way to shaman school. Yes, I packed my bags. I was off to shaman school. And let me tell you, this was one of the like fastest, most wild, without explanation decisions I had ever made. But the result, the result was after just one weekend at shaman school, I was already taking on clients. So following my, following my intuition has really been one of the most powerful things I've ever done. And almost instantly, things started falling into place in my life. I started Feed Your Intuition. And fast forward to now, I'm here doing this. Mentorship, holding space as a psychic, intuitive, as a vulva, as a shaman, with really six years of experience in the realm of the unseen and in intuitive and energetic work. So my big revelation from this journey is that the ability to recognize and work with my intuition was going to be key in my growth, in my business, my growth in life. Your intuition is going to allow you to really make these decisions faster as a business owner in your career without the self-doubt, without the second guessing. So there are three key ingredients in my trusting and recognizing your intuition recipe. If you didn't know, I'm like a really big cook and I like to bake as well. Um, last night I made the yummiest chocolate chip banana bread with like a maple syrup glaze on top. Also, if you aren't putting a glaze on like your banana bread, your pumpkin bread, you are seriously <laughs> missing out. It is so good. Um, long, long story short, I have actually had some culinary training. My undergraduate degree, my bachelor's degree is in hotel management, in hospitality. And at school, we actually had to cook in the kitchen. I had to take culinary classes. I had a chef coat, all the things. I still have my textbook from that class because the recipes are just so phenomenal and such classics. So I am, I love to cook. It is my relaxation, my meditation, my intuitive space where I feel really tapped into my intuition. And we're going to talk about why those spaces and knowing those spaces where you feel tapped in are so important. But that's why we're kind of using the word ingredients and recipe because there are ingredients, these beautiful things that work well on their own, but create this like harmonious package masterpiece meal that is intuition when you put all the ingredients together in a recipe. And there are three main ingredients we're going to be talking about today. I hope you really love this metaphor as much as I'm really enjoying it. So the three ingredients in in order to trust and recognize your intuition and then utilize all this to make decisions is one, knowing your clear senses. We've talked about them in Intuition 101, the very first episode of the podcast. Such a good listen. We're going to talk about them a little bit more today. Two, become an observer. Learn to observe. Our second ingredient is really observation. And three, taking 
action. So we're going to break down ingredient number one a little bit more, which is the clear senses. And your clear senses are your innate, are representative of your innate intuitive senses, of your natural gifts, of the how. It's the how. It's how your intuition shows up for you. Think of your clear senses like knowing your learning style. And in that intuition 101 episode, I give the full list, the full list of all the clear senses. But there are four really big ones that I see in all of my clients, my friends, myself. Everyone has at least one of these four main clear senses. And we'll just review them really quickly. You can also take the intuition quiz, which I'll make sure is also linked in the show notes to really confirm one of your lead clear senses. So there are four big ones. Clairvoyance, which is that clear seeing, like you get those visuals, you see the pictures, you're drawn to things like art. There's claircognizance, clear knowing. This is a very mind-based intuition. You find people saying like, oh, I just know we're meant to do this, or I knew I had to do this today. There's not necessarily like a pretty picture or a random hearing of words to back it up. It is simply a knowing, very cognitive. And then there's clear audience, which is clear hearing. You really hear intuitive messages. Most commonly, they're usually in your own voice. They might be in someone else's voice. You could also be someone who's just really drawn to writing or journaling or self-expression through words. Sometimes clear audience messages also come through in writing. And then finally, there's clear sentience, which is visceral feeling, intuitive feeling. So this often comes through for people in feeling other people's emotions. This is so big for me and why I used to struggle so much with in-person networking. If you've ever been to a business networking event, people sometimes get so nervous. I walk in there, right before I walked in the door, I would feel confident and comfortable, ready to go. I'd have my elevator pitch ready, all the things they say for you to have when you're doing in-person networking. And I'd walk through the door, still feeling good. All of a sudden, I'd sit down with people at a table and I would start to feel anxious and nervous and like butterflies in my stomach. And I'm like, wow, these this doesn't feel like me. Or I should say like, this doesn't feel like mine. And I was picking up on other people's emotions, the emotions of everyone around me, and I was feeling them in my body. That is clairsentience. So these are some of the most common intuitive gifts. So I want you to think right now, am I clairvoyant, a visualizer? Am I claircognizant? Do I just know things? Am I clairaudient? Am I drawn to expression through words or do I hear things? Or am I clairsentient? Do I pick up on feelings? So this is the first part of recognizing your intuition. This is the how. You know, back in elementary school, primary school, you used to learn who, what, when, where, how. This is the how. This is the how your intuition uniquely comes through for you. And again, for that full deeper list of intuitive clairs, you can look at that first episode, Intuition 101, on all of the psychic senses. 
Now, once you know the how, it is great to know the where. Where are you tapping into your intuitive guidance? And we're tapping into our intuition, receiving messages a lot during our days. We're just not always paying attention. So this is that third or that second ingredient in the recipe, which is observe. I want you to observe where you already feel in flow, where things already are coming naturally to you, where you feel like you're in your innate gifts, like, damn, I was meant to do this. And you can think about where does this happen or what do you love to do in your business? Is it client work, client needs? You can just like, you just understand and know what the client needs before they're even saying anything or you have an idea for them that you're so excited to get off the tip of your tongue that you can barely let them talk. But of course, we want to let our clients talk. Or maybe you're really great at planning and seeing the future and then you can backtrack all of your steps. Or maybe you're really beautiful at expression. You love to write. You find yourself in flow. Maybe when you're making Instagram captions or you're copywriting or you're writing out a beautiful email, whatever it is. And then also looking where does your intuition naturally occur in everyday life? Are you receiving the answers to a problem you've been ruminating on when you're in the shower? Are you receiving some of your best ideas, inspiration when you're out on a walk, a run, or during a movement practice, or maybe in meditation? Thinking about where those big aha moments or insightful moments or inspired moments happen allows us to build context and evidence around our intuitive experience, and it confirms the intuitive experience. So I want you to think the last time you were in a flow state or you had what you felt like was a channeled message or an intuitive download or just an aha moment to do something, what did it feel like? How did it happen? Did you feel connected? Did you feel like you were really listening? And then what can you learn from those moments? So ingredients number one, clear senses was really the how. The number two is like the where. Where is it naturally occurring? And what evidence, what context can we take to really confirm the experience of our intuition? So we're sort of layering pieces here. And in this layering, you're strengthening the knowing you have that you are intuitive and that these gifts are coming up for you. So you can recognize them inside of, I just bumped the mic, of course, inside of more experiences. I'm, I talk with my hands and Every once in a while, I'll just get going and I'll hit the mic. So anyways, and then our final ingredient, like the sprinkles on top, but so much more than just sprinkles is take action. Ingredient number three is, are you taking action? In order to build that trust and to allow for things to happen faster, we need to be taking action. I like to suggest really starting off with what I call small trust falls. So you drive a different way home or you go to the other grocery store that's a little bit further away from your house because you feel the nudge to go there, right? So start playing with small pieces of intuitive information that feel less risky. And this allows you 
to move all the way through the experience of receiving intuitive guidance. You know the how, how it came in, you know the where it came in, you took action. So now you can observe what happens and record what happens when you follow your intuition to begin to recognize your own patterns. And as you begin to recognize your own patterns of, oh, this is how intuition comes in. This is where and what the experience feels like when it's coming in. This is what it's like to take action. That's when you begin to really start to diminish the self-doubt. When the second guessing slowly starts to disappear. So we really do want all three of these beautiful things working in in tandem. We want all three of these ingredients in place. Because here's the thing. If you're just, if you just know your clear senses, you know how it happens and you're observing, you have awareness, that's amazing. You have recognition and awareness of your intuition, but you're not practicing that trust or building that trust that is creating by created by utilizing the information that's created by taking action, right? So we we don't just want to be doing the how and the where. We want to be jumping into it too. And then let's say you're just using ingredients number two and three. You're just observing and then you're taking action. This is super courageous and brave. You're going to know where your intuitive guidance might be happening and you're taking the leap. You might be thinking like, oh my gosh, this feels good. This feels like the right thing based on past circumstances and spaces where I've felt like I've received intuition before. But you're going to be lacking that refinement that's created by the how, that's created by the knowing of your clear senses. So think of those clear senses as like an additional filter, which is why it's so important that you're utilizing those. And then finally, let's say you like recognize the how, you know your clear senses and you're taking action, which is phenomenal. You're, you're just what I call a decision maker. You're taking action based on what you're sensing. But there's this possibility for some, I kind of call it like a reckless abandon. I don't know if that's the best phrase, but it's what we're going to use. So there's a possibility for some reckless abandon here you're missing out on some of that additional context and confirmation. So again, that observation, knowing where your intuition is happening is going to provide that extra context, that extra evidence, that extra confirmation that yes, this is absolutely a piece of intuitive guidance to step through, to step into. We can recreate this process, which is why having that moment to observe where your innate gifts are naturally occurring is so important. So you really, really want all three of these things, all three ingredients, clear senses, observation, and taking action to all work together. Because when all three are working together, you are going to recognize your unique intuitive senses and really know the how, how you receive information. How does it come in? You're going to build trust because you know the context in which it shows up. You know the where and you have built evidence. And then you're going to experience less hesitation and greater confidence as a business owner in your career, in your decision-making abilities, because you've taken action, you've seen results, you uh, have observed, and now you understand your patterns. And based on this summary, 
you now know that this intuition thing isn't a one and done, right? We're constantly in this process, this process of refinement, of growing, of getting to know our inner compass even more deeply. So I don't want you to think of these as checkboxes. I want you to think of this like a cycle that you continuously go through to dive deeper and deeper into the depths of your own personal intuition, to recognize it even more and more and more, to grow your trust, to grow your relationship with it, and to really learn to trust it and lean on it when you're making decisions. Because when we're able to really guide ourselves, we allow for that beautiful co-creation and the universe to unfold with the next steps. This was so amazing to share with you. I would definitely go back and possibly listen to this episode again and just would be a great episode to even pull out a journal and kind of write through some of the things I talked about. I hope you had so much fun with me and got so much out of this episode and love the content, all those things. And if you feel so inclined to either leave a five-star rating and a review, I would be incredibly grateful. You can screenshot this episode. You can share your takeaways on your Instagram stories. Tag me at It's Paige Kane. For now, I am wishing you so much magic and I'll see you inside of the next episode. Bye.